Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Lacey, Washington to Ellensburg, Washington, and from Monmouth, Oregon to wherever it is you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. And on the eve of spring, well, it's time for us tonight to turn our attention to spring sports across the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. We're going to talk baseball, softball, and leading off the program tonight, we're going to talk about track and field. Yes, the outdoor track and field season is underway. And joining us from Lacey, where she is a member of the St. Martin's track and field team, Liz Larson is joining us tonight. Liz, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Now, you do a very interesting event. You do the throws competition. You're a senior there, and last year you actually made the NCAA Division II Outdoor National Championships. You were a GNAC Outdoor All-Conference team member last year. But let's talk a little bit about the throws. You've got, you've got specific disciplines. You've got the hammer, the shot, the weight. Talk a little bit about each. I, I'm, I'm always interested to talk to people who do the throws to get their perspective on on what makes them similar, what makes them different, and maybe which one is their favorite. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, shot put is the one that most people are really familiar with because, you know, you can throw that in middle school and high school. And to people who are unfamiliar with the hammer throw, I usually tell them it's a shot put on a wire with a handle. We spin a couple. um, And so then the weight throw, similar thing, is just a heavier shot put on a shorter wire with a handle and we spin again and let it rip. And so like the main difference between weight throw and hammer throw, like I said, is the weight. And so with outdoor competition, our hammer is nine pounds. And for indoor, when we throw the weight throw, it's 25 pounds. So it's significantly heavier and the same mechanics and everything, but you just have to really adapt your body to that weight. And it's, it's a huge difference, but um, I personally love hammer way more. So really? and that's, I feel like most throwers like the hammer a lot more than the weight. Why do you think that's the case? Um, I think it's partially just because it's fun to watch things go way farther, you know, like 50, <laughs> 60 feet is cool and all with the heavy thing, but like watching something fly 180 feet, if you're real good up to 200 feet, it's just so much cooler. So I think that's part of it. Now, speaking of something flying 180 feet, you have uh, a PR, I noted, in your uh, hammer throw more than 180 feet. Matter of fact, you started off the spring, I think, pretty well. At the PLU Open mm-hmm. back on March 11th, you hit 172.10. Was that a pretty good opening throw for uh, this early in the year? Yeah, I personally feel like it was pretty good, you know, coming in. 10 feet under my PR, especially because um, I actually strained my back twice last season. And so last year I had to take a month off of throws. And, you know, coming out of weight throw this spring, um, with weight throw puts a lot of intense activity on your back, and so it's pretty difficult to throw it. And so coming out of that, you know, I was very tentative about throwing hammer right away and just trying to train smart about it. So, you know, my strength not up where it was last year when I hit that PR. 
Um, so my training's just been really different the past year, trying to keep my back in check. So coming out strong at 172.10 and then following it up the next week with a 174.9 has just been a super awesome start for me. Now, you talked a little bit about that weight throw at the GNAC Indoor Championships that we held last month down there in Nampa. You came in fourth mm-hmm. in the women's weight throw with a mark of 49 feet, yeah. four and a quarter inches. Overall, and uh-huh. talking about the back and this and that and the other thing, were you pretty satisfied with that performance too? Yeah, I was because I actually, um, you know, the back injury kind of restruck back in January. And so once again, I had to take about a month off of lifting. So, and that is just really impactful on the throws because so much of our distance comes from the power and strength built in lifting. And so, you know, going into indoor conference, I'd only been lifting again for about two weeks. So to still hit that 49 mark was um, pretty great. I felt pretty good about that. When you talk about weightlifting, there's so many different things you can do with dumbbells, with barbells. Uh, What are some of the more common weight reps that you, not reps necessarily, but exercises and the amount of reps you may do at a particular weight? Um, So for throwers at my school, we typically do front squat, back squat, and then the hang clean and hang snatch. And, the hang clean, hang snatch are super important because bringing that weight from our knees up above our head um, in the hang snatch is just really, really similar to the motion that we do in hammer throw, weight throw, because we're bringing the ball from down low by our knees and we're releasing it up high over our head. So that's probably one of the most important lifts we do. Um, and then front squat, of course, is super important because we have to have that good leg strength. And the difference with back squat is that in front squat, the weight is in front of our bodies, just like it is when we throw. And so that's my coach's philosophy on why front squat is so important for us. Um, and, you know, we push ourselves to go as heavy as we can without injuring ourselves, of course. And we usually do a lot of reps at my school. I think one day last year I was counting that, you know, between all the reps with all of our lifts each day, we were doing like 275 reps a day of lifting. Wow. And that's heavy wow. weight too. So. Yeah, we're all about just like really building that strength and especially that leg strength because that's where all the power comes from. Liz Larson from the St. Martin's track and field team, a senior, is joining us here tonight. Now, the Saints are going to be back in action next Monday and Tuesday down there in Forest Grove, Oregon at the Boxer Combined event. I'm assuming you're going to be participating in that? Well, actually, our coaches have told us that that event is only going to be for our multis athletes. So as far as I know, I won't be back in action until April 5th at the Western Washington meet. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about you away from the weight room and away from the throws venue and talk about Liz Larson, the student there at St. Martin's. Mm-hmm. What attracted you? You grew up uh, most of your life up there in Snoqualmie. You attended Mount Si High School. When you were getting ready to move on to college, what was it about St. Martin's that attracted you to go that way? So I actually uh, didn't even apply to St. Martin's until April of my senior year. I really had no intent of staying in state for school. I really badly wanted to go to Montana or California or something, but my dad finally convinced me to stay in, or to apply to St. Martin's. And um, I actually, I played volleyball my whole life. Um, and I didn't start track until my senior year of high school. And I just threw the shot put. So coming into college, I actually got recruited to SMU to play volleyball for them. 
which I played for my first three years, only just recently quit this past May. Um, But that was a huge draw for me was the opportunity for a volleyball scholarship. And then once I got on campus, the volleyball coach was like, well, hey, we know you do track. Um, You should try reaching out to the track coach if that's something you want to continue. And I had really fallen in love with track in high school. So I was like, oh, I'll just give it a shot. Called up Coach Brewer and asked if I could meet with him. And he then asked me if I'd be interested in hammer throw. And I honestly had no idea what it was at the time. But I was like, yeah, sure, I'll totally try it. Like, can't wait to give it a shot. And uh, showed up to my first day of hammer practice and fell in love with it. Of course, that was after volleyball season. But, yeah, so initially it was volleyball that got me here. But track's been huge for me here. What are you studying at St. Martin's, and what are your career plans? So I am getting a Bachelor's of Science in Biology and then a Bachelor's of Arts in Mathematics. Um, And then this coming May, I'm going to be starting my medical school application. So I'm going to take a gap year before I hopefully head off to medical school. All right. In terms of medicine, you want to be a doctor, I'm assuming. Is there a particular Mm -hmm. specialization you see yourself going into? I'm really fascinated by diagnostic radiology, so the ones who read all the MRIs, X-rays, CT scans, um, just because it kind of seems like a little bit of a brain teaser puzzle to me, you know, looking at all these images and trying to piece together all the symptoms and signs that you're seeing. Um, so that's something that I really love. But I'm also considering anesthesiology because that's one of the few disciplines that will allow me to really heavily use my mathematics background that I've worked so hard for. Um, so I'll just kind of see where it goes with me, but those are my top two specialty choices. Well, Liz, I want to tell you, good luck getting into medical school, whatever field you go into. I know you're going to be an absolutely huge success. Get that back in great shape, continue to to heal up and get it back into the weight room and continue to have a great year out there on the track and field on the throws venue. And who knows, maybe we'll have an opportunity to talk to you again uh, around NCAA Division II Outdoor National Championships time this time, just a, a, just a few weeks from now. Yeah, we can't wait for it. Liz, thanks for joining us. That's Liz Larson from the yeah. St. Martin's track and field team joining us tonight from over in Lacey, Washington. Well, this is GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, and just pleased uh, as all that you are joining us here tonight as we take a tour around the spring sports across the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. From the track and field venue, we're going to go out to the baseball diamond. Central Washington University softball head coach Mike Larrabee is going to join us. He will when GNAC Insider resumes right after this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Every time a student learns something new, makes a discovery, or helps a team, it's not just good for that student, it's good for the whole community. At St. Martin's University... We know the impact a well-prepared graduate can have on the world. That's why, last year, we extended more than $11 million in scholarships to our students. Because the more we invest in them, the brighter the future becomes for all of us. Welcome back to GNAC Insider. It doesn't seem that long ago that, that Mike Larrabee was kind of the new kid on the block uh, pertaining to GNAC softball coaches. 
I look, and now he's in his fourth season, and his Central Washington Wildcats have won the GNAC regular season title in each of his first three seasons. And Mike Larrabee is joining us now from Ellsburg. Mike, thanks for joining us here tonight. Has this four years, I mean, has this past three years and into the fourth year, has this gone as fast for you as it has for me? Yeah, it's gone really, really quick. I was just uh, the other day talking to some of our seniors, and I remember when I came out on my interview, like in uh, late June, early July, and uh, they were uh, helping out at a team camp, and it's just amazing how uh, quickly it's gone by. Well, we talked about three straight GNAC championships, and I know that's that's a record that you want to continue, but certainly everybody is looking at you with the bullseye on your back. But again, in 2019, Wildcats off to a great start, 15-4, and 8-0 and oh so far this year. Is the team playing right now as you thought he would play at this point in the year? Yeah, I think we started off a little bit slow, both offensively and defensively you know, early on in, uh, in February. But I think just the last couple of weeks, things have really started to click together defensively. I definitely think we're trending upwards. And then um, the la- uh, when we went down to NNU a couple of weeks ago and then this past weekend, our bats really came alive. So we're starting to play to, you know, we're the level that I thought we could play at. You talk about your bats coming alive. The Wildcats are the reigning GNAC team of the week after victories over Western Washington and Simon Frazier, during which the Wildcats scored 39 runs, nearly 10 runs a game. So when you say your bats came alive, I think that's a little bit of an understatement there, my friend. What was it that made the bats so lively this past weekend? I think, you know, I think just getting a lot of reps. And one of our grad assistants, Alyssa Rubel, has been doing a lot of pitching and just um, we spent a lot of time as a coaching staff just talking about ball strike counts and really trying to get ourselves in hitters counts. Um, there's been so many studies out there, you know, when you're ahead 2-0 or 3-0 or 3-1, 2-1, you know, no matter whether it's Major League Baseball or 10 and under fast pit softball, you're going to be pretty successful as a hitter. So going up to the plate, being selectively aggressive, you know, because sometimes that very first pitch you get might be the best one you get in your at-bat. So, We've got to be ready for that, and I think that's a big part of it. And just some things that we've done a little bit differently uh, just recently, just some of our drills with the rise ball and the change-up and um, our two-strike approach, I think a lot of those things have uh, really helped us uh, get, get going offensively. The Wildcats right now on an eight-game winning streak after those victories we talked about against Western Washington, Simon Frazier, coupled with another series sweep against uh, Northwest Nazarene and uh, – as well in the mix there as you're now on that eight game win streak and the team, as I understand it. And again, I don't want to single out any one particular player because softball certainly is a, is a team game, but sophomore Teresa Moyle seems to be having a particularly good year for you. She's leading the Wildcats in batting at better than 500 also leading the club in RBI and home runs as well with seven uh, as a sophomore, were you counting on her as to be that much of a team leader offensively? Well, I didn't think she'd be putting up these type of numbers. I, when I recruited her, she's a phenomenal athlete. Uh, she's a really a five-tool player. She can, you know, hit for average, hit for power. She runs really well, has a really strong arm, plays a high level of catch. Uh, but hitting 500, uh, no, I did not not predict that. And she's actually doing that with uh, kind of a sore wrist. So there's been about Oh, two or three games where we haven't started her, where her wrist is kind of bothering. So it's pretty amazing what she's 
the numbers that she's putting up with the sore wrist as well. Now, next up for the Wildcats, you're going to host Western Oregon at a doubleheader Saturday. It'll be the team's first home game of the season. And you're taking on a Wolves team that's second in the GNAC standings right now. What do you expect out of Western Oregon in this doubleheader? Oh, it's going to be just an absolute battle. I mean, they're very, very well coached. They've got a lot of talent on their team. And, you know, we've had some uh, just over the last three years, just some great games against them. I think, you know, it's going to be very, very competitive. And, uh, you know, I think the team that goes out and, you know, gets that momentum early and takes care of the ball, we've always always talked about playing a high level of catch and just giving the other team what they deserve. You know, the team that does that, I think, will come out uh, come out on top. But got a lot of respect for Western Oregon. Uh, Lonnie does a great job there. And um, I expect uh, just a great uh, doubleheader. And then next week, it's off to Turlock, California for the annual Tournament of Champions. That is really a top-notch event. you you got some great West Coast competition there. You're going to play five games in three days down there. Will this really be an excellent measuring stick as to where you are against the other elite programs in the West? Yeah, definitely. Over the last three years, we, uh, we've gone down there and competed very, very well, and I know this year uh, one of the, one of our opponents is Chico State, and uh, you know I think they ended up uh, representing the West Region last year in the World Series. So yeah, it's, it's great competition, and you know it's also an opportunity for the GNAC to go down there and and show really well. So you know whenever we play an opponent from the GNAC, obviously we want to win, but we really want to make sure that um, you know our, our conference goes down there and shows really well because hopefully at some point in time besides just, you know, the team winning the conference tournament gets the automatic berth, but hopefully we can start getting uh, some at-large bursts out of our conference as well. Well, Mike, Michael Larrabee, Central Washington University softball coach. You spent six seasons at Arkansas before coming to Ellensburg. The Razorbacks' loss has certainly been the Wildcats' gain. Continued success there in Ellensburg. Continued success with the Wildcats. And when you go down there to Turlock, make sure to wave that GNAC banner high and, and uh, compete well for the conference, and I know you will. Thanks for joining us tonight, Mike, here on GNAC Insider. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you again. That's Mike Larrabee joining us from Ellensburg tonight, the softball coach at Central Washington University. As we now take our GNAC weekly wrap-up, take a look at what happened around the conference this past week in men's basketball St. Martin's advanced all the way to the NCAA West Region title game before falling to top-seeded Point Loma yesterday. Seattle Pacific was the other GNAC representative to advance out of the first round, defeating Chaminade with a 77-75 victory on Friday afternoon. In women's action, Alaska Anchorage marched through the West Regional before suffering a heartbreaking 65-63 defeat of Azusa Pacific in last night's Sweet 16 showdown. The Seawolves were joined in the tournament by Northwest Nazarene, which won its first-round game on Friday against Humboldt State. In track and field, Western Washington highlighted a busy week across the conference. Senior Dylan Hayes was the top Division II finisher in the steeplechase at the Lewis and Clark Spring Break Open with a time of 9 minutes, 25.37 seconds. On the women's side, seniors Savannah Smith, who won the 400 meters, and Maddie Taylor, who topped the high jump, were named the Women's Track and Field Athletes of the Week. In men's golf, Western Washington headlined the week's action with a first-place finish at the Notre Dame Day Namur Invitational. The victory was their fifth in five tournaments this year. 
On the women's side, Montana State Billings topped the GNAC teams in action with a third-place showing at the Winona State Warrior Invitational. Freshman Tierney Mesmer led the Yellow Jackets, finishing in seventh place among the competing individuals in Las Vegas. In baseball, all six of the conference's teams were in action last week to continue the opening month of the GNAC competition. Western Oregon sits at the top of the GNAC standings after its dominant sweep of Concordia over the weekend. Matter of fact, we're going to have an opportunity to talk to Western Oregon baseball catcher Justin Wakeham in just a couple of moments. And in softball, Central Washington highlighted the third week of league competition with a road sweep of Western Washington and Simon Frazier. The Wildcats received GNAC Team of the Week honors as they ran their winning streak to eight games. That's what happened last week around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. We're going to talk about what's happening on the horizon for Western Oregon baseball when their catcher, Justin Wakeham, joins us right after this timeout. You're listening to GNAC Insider. Central Washington University, the state's most welcoming university. The Economist magazine ranked CWU top in the state for value. And four of the last five years, Central ranked top in the state for diversity. Learn about Central Washington University's more than 135 academic programs at cwu.edu slash admissions or by visiting Central Washington University in Ellensburg or at one of their university centers near you. Central Washington University. Welcome to a world-class education. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And I'm joined now by Western Oregon University catcher Justin Wakeham. Justin, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Hey, yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate your uh, taking some time to talk with us about the hot start that your team is off to in 2019. You're top of the GNAC right now with a record of 11-3, and 9-3 and three in GNAC play. Is Western playing the kind of baseball right now that you expected at this point in the year? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, I, our team is extremely talented. Um, you know, we were able to get in some, um, you know, key veterans into the team. And then, you know, we've had some, uh, additions with some really talented freshmen. Um, so, you know, honestly, I've expected us to do this well, and I, I continue to expect for us to, you know, continue to get better as we, you know, just get to play with each other and, and, and learn, you know, what our strengths and weaknesses are. And so it's a really exciting uh, team, really exciting team to be a part of. So I'm really excited for the year ahead, and, and I expect more of this same success down the road. Now, speaking of the team, the team must be happy to have you as part of the unit because you've been named the GNAC Player of the Week after leading <laughs> your team to a record-setting performance last Monday as you went five for six in the plate. You had far, five RBI as your team set a conference record against Central Washington, a game played in Bellevue, by scoring 32 runs. 32 mm-hmm. runs. At any point in that game, did you look at the scoreboard and think, wow? <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that. A few, you know, a few years back, we, we had a game where uh, I think we put up 29 or, or, or something similar to that, and uh, – and so I remember being a part of that game. And then, so this game, when we put up 32 runs, um, you know, honestly, it, it kind of, you know, came and went. Um, I looked at the scoreboard and I realized that we put 32 runs up and I, and I figured that had to be a school record. So I was pretty excited about that. But no, honestly, um, one through nine in our lineup is extremely tough out, um, really talented. And so when I was, 
you know, when I was going up to the plate, when I was watching, you know, us just score runs and, you know, compile hits together and uh, just kind of watch things snowball, it was actually, a, you know, it was kind of fun to watch. And, and I didn't even realize that, you know, we were at 32 until, you know, kind of that final pitch. And I realized that, uh, you know, we, we put up, you know, a score many teams don't really get to do. So that, that was a cool thing to see. This year, well, let's talk about first year. In your career, you've been all GNAC. You've been second team, National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association, All-West Region. But this year, as a senior, you're hitting three you You've got 13 RBI so far. Are you playing your best baseball this year? Yeah, you know, um, you know, I, I, I'd say it wasn't, it wasn't my hottest start I, I've ever had. Um, you know, this season, I, I was struggling, you know, my first probably 20 at-bats. I, I really struggled at the play, struggled, you know, seeing the ball, um, made a minor adjustment. And, I, I, you know, honestly, I feel like, you know, the hitting I'm doing is probably probably the best, you know, performance that I've been able to have within my last, you know, four years here. So I, I would say, you know, it, it's pretty close. Um, my sophomore year here uh, was a fun year for me too. Um, but, uh yeah, you know, I, I'd say uh, I'm definitely trying to leave here uh, on a good note, leave this program on a good note, and give it give it my best. So, uh, pretty close to it, and uh, hopefully, I can just keep it going. So, well, you get the opportunity to swing the bat uh, in your first true road games of the year this season, as you're facing Northwest Nazarene and Nampa for double hitters on Friday and Saturday. What do you know about the Nighthawks, and and what kind of series do you expect there this coming weekend? Yeah, you know, over the years, NNU, they've always been a, you know, we've always kind of been, uh, you know, going at it with each other, and, and they're always a tough team. So, you know, it's always a fun one going over to Idaho. I love love hitting in their park. I know our team really likes uh, hitting in, in their park. Um, and, you know, I know that they have a lot of new guys in there. I know uh, that they have a new head coach. So, you know, we, I don't really know extremely what to expect right now out of them, uh, but I know that they've always been talented, and they always play really hard, and and so uh, it'll be a fun one. It'll be a fun one to watch as well. Justin Wakeham, Western Oregon University baseball standout, joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. And when I have student athletes like you on the, on the podcast, the one thing I do like to do is talk to them about their life off the diamond or off the field, or whatever their particular sport is. And I want to ask this question of you. What drew you to Western Oregon to play collegiately? And what are you studying there? And then what is your career plan after college? Yeah, no, I, I love this question. Um, thank you for asking it. Uh, Western is Western's an incredible place. Uh, when I was going through the recruiting process, um, you know, out of high school, um, I kind of got beat up with a few injuries uh, early on my junior year. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really have a place to play. There was a few universities that I was talking to. Um, and, you know, um, I ended up coming down to a baseball camp here in Monmouth, and, um, you know, the coaches really seemed to like me. Uh, I got in contact with uh, Coach Walker and uh, Coach Kaiser, and, uh, you know, they invited me down to kind of see what it was about. And um, The main draw for me was the culture here and, and, and how we win. Um, just, you know, seeing Weston's track record and seeing how much success they've had and winning that um, titles and going to regionals and um, that's that's the main thing that uh, drew me here and you know alongside of that just the coaching staff here was extremely personable and you know really uh, had a lot of confidence in me and 
and I had a lot of confidence in them that they were going to make me better. So um, more than anything, uh, we win. We win here at Western, and, and that was the main thing that, uh, you know, drew me here, and, and uh, it has absolutely uh, panned out the way I thought it would. So um, that's definitely why I chose Western. I, I absolutely love it. I would do the same exact thing if I had to do it over again. What are you studying there at Western? Uh, I'm a business um, business major with a minor in entrepreneurship. Um, and then basically what I want to do with that after school um, is kind of follow in, you know, my dad's footsteps and some of my family members and go into uh, software sales, I'm hoping. Um, I don't know where that's going to take me, but uh, right now I've been exercising a lot of options um, and just trying to find a place to, you know, start my career on a good note. And so um, I think sales right now um, would – you know, probably be the most relatable to athletics and, and baseball. And um, so I'm really excited for that. Well, Justin, we really appreciate you making time for us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Hey, continued success this year in your senior campaign personally for you, both in the classroom and on the diamond. Uh, good luck to the Wolves the rest of the year. And uh, hopefully we'll have the opportunity to talk again this season here on GNAC Insider. So thanks for joining us tonight from down there in Monmouth. Yeah, awesome. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great night. Justin Wakeham joining us tonight from Monmouth, Oregon, here on GNAC Insider as we go around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. This week in men's golf, Simon Frazier and Montana State Billings will be the only two teams in action. The Klan will be in Alameda, Alameda, California, for the Tim Tierney Pioneer Shootout, while the Yellow Jackets take to Lakewood, Colorado, for the Colorado Mines Bob Ritz Invitational. On the women's side, Concordia hit the links yesterday and today at the Cal State Monterey Bay Otter Invitational in Seaside, California. The Cavaliers had a strong showing, placing fourth against a competitive field. In outdoor track and field, eight GNAC teams will be in action. Most of the conference will converge on Salem, Oregon, as Simon Fraser, Western Oregon, Central Washington, Concordia, and Alaska Anchorage meet at Saturday's Willamette Invitational. In baseball, all six GNAC teams will be in action. Western Oregon and Northwest Nazarene will get the week underway in Nampa on Friday, while the Montana State Billings St. Martins and Central Washington Concordia Series get underway on Saturday. And in softball, 10 games are on this week's schedule. First place Central Washington will be in action for four games, hosting Western Oregon twice on Saturday before Concordia comes to town for a Sunday doubleheader. Remember that for the latest in the GNAC, you can go to GNACsports.com to find news, statistics, standings, and pretty much anything you want. Also, please get connected with the GNAC through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GNAC Sports. GNAC Insider will wrap up tonight's program for you right after this timeout. Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Western Oregon University. Small classes, research opportunities, and new state-of-the-art science facilities. Everything from biology and chemistry to earth sciences and criminal justice. Students have easy access to faculty who are invested in your learning. All the campus services practically guarantee your success. Start your science career now at Western. Learn more about the university where every student matters at wou.edu.
Well, it's been another interesting half hour here on GNAC Insider tonight. A note of thanks going out to our guests of this evening, St. Martin's track and field standout Liz Larson, Central Washington softball coach Mike Larrabee, and Western Oregon baseball standout Justin Wakeham. Thanks to each of you for joining us tonight. Also, a pat on the back to our producer, Connor Pelton. Thanks as well to GNAC Commissioner Dave Hagland. And as always, thanks to you for joining us. We will continue our jump through the spring sports seasons on GNAC Insider one week from now as we get really into spring, which begins tomorrow. We hope we'll talk to you then, 7 p.m. next Tuesday, right here for the next edition of GNAC Insider. Until then, I'm Robert Lowry. Again, thank you for joining us and saying, until next time, it's so long for now. to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.